don't believe in the healer, but I believe in the healer. Yeah. And I think today, one of our great failings in our church is the failing of prayer. I mean that. That's right, brother. I know this is a reference to Israel. I'll get back to the message in a minute. Don't get shut up. It's just now 20 minutes per six. Some more. <laughs> Yes. 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 Yes.
I'm agreeing with you. Well, I can't get it if you're wrong. Maybe you'll get straightened out something. <laughs> Amen. But if you want to talk to me after service or any time about it, I'll be glad to explain. Every church ought to have one for your Sunday school teachers, for your pastor. Every one of you, it'll be a blessing to you. It's, a new, it's an invention that God's allowed man to find that you can find any scripture you want to do in the Bible in two seconds. Two seconds can make any. I told the computer the other day, I said, give me every time the word grace appears in the Bible. I thought that thing was going to explode. Amen. <laughs> every time I want to I want study on the book of on the, on the, on the blood of it. And it started printing. Smashing from page after page. Blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. And I shouted while they were print. Amen. Amen. Yeah. 
an interracial marriage. But anyway, I remember my daddy was a stern disciplinarian. Oh, and my daddy said, Jim, all he wanted to him come to hear you say was how high. That's what my daddy, the way my daddy was. He just, when he said something, he missed that. And I remember one time my daddy taught me a lesson I never have forgot. He taught me one. See, when God teaches you something, you never do forget it. Amen. Amen. How many of you have ever had lots of with you? Let me see you raise your hand. You never have forgotten, have you? No, sir, and you never will either. And may I say this to you, when God's whipping you, you always know what he's whipping you for. Have you? My daddy, one morning, before he left the house to go to work, he said, Ed, I want to tell you, son, I want you to be sure tonight when I come in, there's some dry kindling and some wood to build a good fire with in the morning. Well, I got to play in that day, and I forgot about getting the kindling and the wood. When my daddy came in that night, I never will forget it. He never screamed and hollered, and he said, boy, the next time you fail to do that, I'm going to carry you up. He only said, Dad, where's the kindling? And where's the wood at? And I didn't know there wasn't no need to lie. There wasn't no need to try to get out of it. There wasn't no need to beat around the bush. I said, Daddy, I just forgot it. He said, Son, let's you and I go out here in the edge of the woods. And we've got to have a talk about that. Ladies and gentlemen, may I say that turned out to be the most one-sided conversation I ever got in in all of my life. As we were walking along, I heard something being pulled out of the ground. And I looked back and my dad pulled up a sapling. You know, how many of you know what a sapling is? Yeah. It almost makes soft timber. I think it's got a few before out of it or something like that. Anyway, he pulled up out of the ground and got me in the hand and pushed me out from him. Him facing this way, me facing that way. And he said, Ed, I told you to do something and I mean it. I told you to do two things, to get some dry wood and some kindling. And he said you didn't do it, and I'm going to have to teach you a lesson. I suddenly heard something coming through the air going, shh, and it landed on my launching pad. I never, <laughs> went, I never went to the moon, but I don't think I missed it much on the way to the But I remember so well, my daddy, I thought, he said, I'm whipping you because I love you. And I thought, my God, you're going to kill me with love right here. I thought he's going to kill me right here. But my daddy, I'm telling you, he taught me that day. There wasn't no blackboard, and there wasn't no chalk. And there was no teacher there but my daddy and that sapling. Well, I want you ladies and gentlemen to look up here. If you've got any small children, you may want to hold them up so they can see. Here I am, 65, soon be 66 year old, and I am the world champion kindling cutter right now. Hey man, there ain't nobody can beat me. I'm grown. Every time I see a pine knot, I want to make kindling out of it. Hey man. <laughs>
my legs and I couldn't feel a thing. I was dead for my, my legs for dead. But that morning, hallelujah, I prayed and shouted all night. I was grinning all over my face. Thank you, folks. That was much smiling equipment I've got. But I was a grin and I had a smile, and you know, and before I was one of them says, I, I think the old boy's about to crack up on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I did a smile, and you know, and one of them said, Well, son, you seem awful happy this morning. I said, Yes, sir. Doctor, I'm going to walk again. He said, Boy, you might as well accept it. You will never walk again as long as you live. I, and boy, I made him mad. It didn't mean to, but I did. I said, Doctor, last night, I talked to my family doctor. And he said, if you want to get up and walk again, boy, he got as mad as a devil. He said, I knew you were going to crack up. He said, there ain't no fun in this group. Amen. Oh, folks, listen to me right now. Before I was afflicted, before God slapped me down, I went back and stubborn and rebellious on God. But when God afflicted me,
night spirit, Sunday night spirit. I need the night with all my heart. God can give us a spirit in us. A spirit. I'm not talking about the beast. I'm talking about a spirit. Can I go right out to the business place with us? I was picking up the phone the other day and called him in there. And I ran in on the other end to pick up the phone. This is the man that I knew. He said, This is good. He picked up the phone and said, Yeah!
your own holy grace. This isn't the church here, this is the building. But I believe she's been dedicated. I believe she's been dedicated to the worship of a holy God. Y'all will never let your kids mark it or something. Y'all will never throw down a piece of chewing it on the paper. Y'all will come in here treat the house of God like some uh, smokehouse. This is God's house. When you see a little piece of trash, you want to reach out. Somebody said, you think this is holy ground? Yeah. This is holy meat, God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, folks, you allow awareness of the presence of God. It's too abstract. We need to see the personalness and the holiness and the beauty of all that. I'm trying to take you something. 
If God's trying to get something through your heart, you better listen to Him. You better listen to Him. Then last of all, then I'm going to close. Last of all, I'm going to get over into the area right now. And if you don't listen to me close, you're going to walk blind on me. And God may judge you. God may judge you. I want you to see something else. How God chastens people. The Bible says who He loves, He rebukes and chases. And that one that's without chastisement is illegitimate. A bastard and not a son. Uh, if you're going out and sin and God's not with you, you don't belong to God. Watch it. Now listen carefully. And if you don't fully understand it, come to me tonight and close the church and ask me what I mean. Please do. I will be offended and I'll explain it to you again. The Bible said about Moses that he was a meek man. The meekest of all men. I don't mean he was a compromiser. I don't mean he was a compromiser. He was just meek. Had a sweet spirit. Now watch it. Here's what you're going to watch. Real careful. Are you going to criticize me? God may look for criticizing me. I'm God's man. And you don't have to vote on me. Moses married an Ethiopian. I'm watching you. I can see every print of his eyeballs. I'm going to go Look up here. Look up here at me. I know what print this is. I remember the boy I'd be out playing with you. And then mom would see me play with a half a little boy. And had a red bag and a black mama. And called my name to go to A preacher told me not too long ago. I had a hard time to be comfortable with all the you being happy. My folks can't even be here back in our future. But you're looking real old people. I'm not a big guy in your home. And the Lord never wants to see them. They say, by the grace of God.
She tells you about it. And if I own the category of error, please straighten me out. He never told us never to marry on the count of racial things that always because of false God. You see it? Am I right, Dr. Sanger? It was always because of either is or false God. Now, Moses married. Watch it. Here's where some of you get in trouble. And Aaron and Mary begin to say things like this. Who do you think he is? He's the only one that God spoke to? Watch it. I can see some of you ready to take me home and cry the entire ball and everything. Some of you are eating it raw. Well, it don't seem like the next I can read that God was too shut up about the marriage. Huh? Some of you pray to holiday game, you don't have a rest of them. You got a yellow streak up your back